Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, Chime Time, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Oh, and away we go, Chris Chime. Good morning. Good Oh, good afternoon. Jeez, usually it's a Saturday morning event, but God forbid we do it during a big soccer match. Oh, hey. we can't do it during Team USA. Got to tape on Friday. It's not even that we can't do it during Team USA. It's just that I'm going to be drinking at 10 a.m. tomorrow because Team USA is on. So I'm not. I'm going to be responsible. Oh, I not- dropped my camera. Drop my camera. It dropped. This is how we, this is how we start. I'm, I'm going to be responsible and not drink while I'm doing a Watch podcast. This. Well, I'm I'm not. I promise I'm not drinking right now. But I don't know what happened to my camera there. Yeah. There we go. There we go. That's. I knocked it over. And we're back. Leave that all in there. Uh, Congrats to you watching on Twitch or on Twitter. You got to see me drop my camera. Uh, The magic of Twitch. Yeah, we we are we are trying to make sure that you're able to. Well, you having to focus on the podcast. You have a producer show to do on Saturday morning. Yes, I do. Plus the game at ten. It just didn't didn't make sense. No, you're right. It didn't make sense at all. And uh, got getting it out of the way. All right, um, real quick, let's let's hit quickly. Uh, you and I will talk about this tonight on Mud at Night, WEI at 820. Please be listening. Please uh, do. If you like sports, if you like uh, angry Chris Scheim, you're going to want to listen tonight at 820 as uh, he rambles and rants against the Patriots. Sure do. Um, offense bad, defense bad, coaching bad, gambling good for us on this podcast. Yeah, for the most part, it was it was good overall. Didn't quite hit my over, which is a bummer. The the Bills just slowed down. They didn't need to turn up the pace. Uh, they they could have scored fifty. They could have scored fifty points if they wanted to, right? But they didn't, understand they just, that it's a fake number. The twenty four right. points they scored. Sorry, trying to interrupt you. It's a fake yep. number last night. Thank you. You're hundred percent right. They were never threatened in that game at all. They're just like, eh, we can just bleed the clock with James Cook and Devin Singletary. Might as well. Oh, he did. That's all they did. Oh, James he did. Cook. James plays. Cook looked like a top ten running back against the Patriots last night. He looked awesome out he of the backfield, and now they got him and Singletary and Naheem Hines. <laughs> I know that uh, prohibitive favorites are, are the Kansas City Chiefs. What are you laughing at over there? Being laughing at the Twitch chat? Uh, no, I'm laughing at the Patriots uh, just being bad. I'm laughing at the fact that I think Kansas City deserves to be favored in the AFC, but mm-hmm. what I saw last night, Buffalo still, they're still right there. They're still right there. And I feel like they were bored for a while, Shime, and one of my picks we'll get to in a second as a team I think has been bored for a while. Mm-hmm. And they didn't look bored last night. It was surgical offense, impressive defense. Now, the Patriots were a cluster F. Like, yeah. I'm watching the beat reporters go through the film today, like Mason and these guys and at Callahan. Like, it's just, it is pretty funny to hear them all, all echo the same thing. Third down was terrible. Coaching was terrible. Clock management, terrible. Um, and now the consensus is what we all thought before the year started. 
This was a disaster. Put Matt Patricia in this role, and we're seeing what it does to your offense. Yeah, it's insane. And I mean, on top of all of that, like this Cole Strange pick stinks. <laughs> I, I'm I'm never gonna I'm never gonna let anyone live that down. Whoa, 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 whoa! F- Fitzy told me he was the next Logan Mankins. Doesn't no? matter. And he, first of all, he's not. Second of all, it wouldn't matter. Taking a guard in the first <laughs> round is stupid. And that, and you're seeing why because he's he has zero impact on the game, and actually, it's a negative impact. So it's just, it is uh, a disaster what's going on right now with the New England Patriots. What uh, what do you and Michael Unwenu have in common today, Sean? Uh, we're both going to lay down and take a nap. Well, then maybe maybe so. Uh, you you two are, uh, didn't get called for holdings. The rest of the Patriots offensive line did last night. Or the oh, five right. members got banged for a holding. So Michael Unwenu, funny. congrats. You're in the no holding club, buddy. You get to play again next week. Uh, but it was so... It was so predictable. Like I, I, it's not, it's not like a big surprise. If you watch this team at all, if you were paying attention, they don't beat good teams. No, and they we had don't. this, we had this epic crisis yesterday because all this money was on the Patriots, and we're like, what are, what are we missing? Yeah. Clearly, yep. we weren't missing anything. We were on the right side of it the whole time. We just needed to trust ourselves and our evaluation. And and you know what? We're gonna make sure we do that going forward. Yeah, I mean, you go back and listen. It's very valuable to listen to this podcast. Like, we're, are we getting winners every week? No. Are we undefeated? No. But occasionally, we come across something that you know, wins you money. And last yep. night, we both felt very confident. The market and the public had this wrong. You know, We saw it when we were looking at the Action Network, 65% of the money uh, was on the Patriots in that game. They were getting bet uh, all over the place from 5.5 down to 3.5. And, and you and I didn't get it. And I, I would – there's there's – there's a story to be told about where that money came from. I still don't quite understand all the money they took, considering, like you said, Chime, at least publicly, a lot of the guys that we follow, Warren Sharp, Nick Costos, all these guys, they they, they didn't have a strong lean on the Patriots. So no. somebody did. Maybe they knew they thought Allen was hurt. They thought that they were sick. I don't sick, know where it was coming from. because like It was never – it was never in doubt, Sean. Even at 7-3, no. uh, Patriots early, it was never in doubt. I talked yeah. to Costos today. He was on the Bills as well last night. Like So it's like, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, all these people that I follow that are experts, quote unquote, at least in this field, I, nobody was like touting the Patriots. And yet there was all this money in the Patriots. It just never made sense. It was, But uh, ultimately, it was a red herring. We were right the whole time. Uh, and uh, good job by us. Uh, Patriots now will enjoy the weekend off. Hopefully, they find a new coordinator between now and then. Uh, they do not play again until next Monday, so plenty of Correct. time to figure things out. Uh, there are lines available. I had not realized this. Uh, oh. The Patriots are two and a half. Or, I'm sorry, two point favorites. They open it. Oh, well, it opened as a one and a half point favorite. They are two point favorites on DraftKings right now at Arizona next Monday night. Okay, I mean that makes sense. Um, Arizona's awful at home. Yeah, uh, they're not. They, they're horrendous at home. But then again. Uh, the, I already know I will be betting the DeAndre Hopkins over on yardage prop. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even need to see the number. They'll, they can just take my take my money. I'll be betting on that. I just want to refresh this. Maybe I'm wrong. Hold on one second. Because they're, they're just – I want to get this out there just to have on. Uh... Yeah, I don't see a line uh, at the moment, but – Week 14, scroll ahead, look ahead lines. I'm seeing it listed at well here it's listed it says here my maybe maybe this was the look ahead and now it's been pulled down but I have at least on the action network where they list their week 14 odds they they have DraftKings having as minus 2 for oh, week 14 okay. but they also have to be fair Caesars having it at Patriots plus 3 so it's a, that's a weird wild. way to start 
So I don't know. I'm not ready to bet on the Patriots ever again. We'll talk about this game next week. Instead, we have good games for our time. We're done yes, patting we ourselves do. in the back. Good yep. job out of us. We got some props. Brush it off. We got to. We got to keep it up this weekend. We got to try. So I was one and two last week. The only thing I got right was my one point play. Hooray for me. What is my record on the year now, Shanta? Oh, yeah. Hold on. I literally just closed that because I'm a dummy. Uh, your record on the year, 19, 13, and four. So overall, still yeah. pretty good. It's okay. How about you? Uh, not quite as good. 17, 17, and two. Just a okay. Just a, even, even Steven, Steven. minus the juice, yeah. kind of bounced back this week. So yep. uh, I was one and two last week. You went a rare winless. Um, so a tough week for the podcast. We did have mm-hmm. a six and oh. Uh, early in the year, we'll try to do that again here, week 13. I will start with what I think is the game of the day, Shine. I think it's yeah. Kansas City at Cincinnati in a rematch of last year's playoff game. And I want to bet Kansas City laying the point and a half here against the Bengals. Uh, as far as the football angle goes, Kansas City, number one offense, DVOA, and uh, DAVE, the Dave, uh, whether it's versus whether you factor in opponents or not, this offense has been number one in the NFL. Uh, they have been really, really, really good. This Tennessee defense. I uh, know Tennessee. Cincinnati defense will get to Tennessee. Uh, Bengals defense is one of 12 teams in the NFL that allows over 51 and a half yards per game to tight ends. That does not bode well for uh, them defending oh, wow. Travis okay. Kelsey uh, in this game. Uh, and this is a revenge game. So that's the football side of it. The revenge game aspect of it, I think this is in play. And I said earlier, I think the Bills were sort of bored. I think the Chiefs have kind of been bored too. I think it's a game they've been focused on trying to get back at Cincinnati for that playoff upset last year. They got the Bengals into the Super Bowl. Um, numbers that back up Mahomes in this spot, 17-5-1 as a dog or favorite of three or fewer points. It's one and a half here today. And this is this is staggering. When you go to the game logs, and the Action Network had this, good job by them. Mahomes, uh, do you know what this date signifies, Shine? November 10th, 2019. 2019 was that the yep. day Mahomes started his first ever game in the NFL? It is not. That is the last loss for Mahomes in November, December. Holy smokes! He's 26 and 0 in his last 26 games. November, December, what? straight up. Yep. And by the way, that was 35 32 in a shootout against oh, Tennessee. Yes, I remember that game fondly. Um, his numbers are better on the that road. Was the, that was the beginning of the Tanisans. It was, it was the beginning. John, hashtag uh, RIP John Anderson. Um, better on the road for Mahomes. TD rate goes from 5.7% to 7.2%. 26-0 November, December. Revenge game under a field goal. I can't wait for this game. I will have so much fantasy and prop action in this game. It's not going to be funny. Uh, give me the... Chiefs on the road, laying the point and a half against the Bengals. Yeah, I'm with you. Anytime you can get Patrick Mahomes right now under three points as a favorite, I want in. Like, I think that's just, I think you have to do it with how efficient Kansas City has been. Um, We'll get to it in my props, but there's a specific angle I want to take on this game um, that I'm I'm very excited about. Ooh, Um, can't wait. And uh, and so we'll get to that in the props. But uh, I, I love where I love where your first pick was at. It would have been my first pick if you had. Oh, not really? Oh, yes. is that the first time one of us stole the other one's top pick? Maybe Correct. all year. Yes. One other note. Again, we're doing this earlier than usual, so we don't. Excuse me. Have complete clarification on injuries for this game. But Joe Mixon, according to Zach Taylor, is still in concussion protocol. Yeah. He's been practicing, or whatever they're calling it. But they just announced like an hour ago that he's still in concussion protocol. They're, every 12 hours, they're checking him. So if he doesn't get cleared, like that's a huge loss for them. Uh, yeah, and you can just go right back to that. Step down for Mixon. 
And you can so. go right back to that Burrow pass attempts uh, prop you liked last week. Oh, I, I mean, I think they're gonna. I think they're chucking anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've built some DFS they're teams. I've drafted some underdog teams that are are built around Burrow, Chase being healthy, and T Higgins. So I think even if Mixon plays, they're gonna chuck it against Kansas City. So I'm looking forward to the game. Look forward to your props. What's your top pick here, Sean? Uh, my top pick here, I'm going to go over 46 and a half in the Miami-San Francisco game. Miami's traveling out to San Francisco. They're currently four-point dogs. I like Miami in this game, but I didn't love it. Um, I thought about taking the four, but I'd rather take the over here because I think Miami gets out to a fast start. Uh, D'Amico Ryans, to his credit, the defensive coordinator for the 49ers, has been fantastic this year. They have not allowed a second-half touchdown since they got absolutely bodied by the Chiefs uh, all those weeks back. Since then, they have been dominant in the second half. He makes adjustments better than just about anybody in football outside of maybe Lou Anarumo in Cincinnati. Um, and so I like Miami to get out to a fast start and then the game to slow down and San Francisco to kind of chip away at the lead, especially in the second half. We're really unsure of San Francisco's running back situation right now. Yeah, I don't. You don't know. It's so hard for fantasy because uh, McCaffrey's banged up. Mitchell's out. He's on the IR. He's out. Yeah, he, yep. he's, not, he's playing. not playing. But it could be Jordan Mason. It could be Tyrion Davis Price, or it could be Tevin Coleman. You have literally no idea who it's going to end up being on game day, or it could just be all Christian McCaffrey. We're not 100 percent sure. Um, but at the same time, I still have faith in San Francisco's other weapons and their ability to score some points. Miami is going to score points, no matter what. I, I just think Miami is too good. I trust Mike McDaniel to scheme it up. One of the cool things about this game is. Miami completes passes over the middle of the field far and away more than any other team in football. Yeah. Uh, and come to find out, San Francisco, the best in football at defending the middle of the field, thanks in part, in large part, to Fred Warner, who might be the most underrated player in all of football. Um, and this is kind of going to be the determining factor of if teams can actually play zone coverage against the Dolphins. If San Francisco has success on defense, I don't think they will. If they do, other teams will try it again and fail. Uh, but I don't think they're going to have success, and people are going to learn you're going to have to try and man up the Dolphins to beat them. So you're betting the over in this game. You need one of these teams to take a lead. If it's yep. if it's a neutral game back in Forshine, I don't think it's getting a four, 47 points. That's yeah. That's my concern. San Fran plays very, very slow. And if they're banged up, that, that's I, I'm with you. Miami gets out hot. McDaniel wants to go in there and show San Francisco like they're – I would say it's not a revenge game, but he's going to want to show off his. It's going to be a rivalry right? there, yeah. Yeah, I, he's going to want to get his guys involved. Yeah, and maybe there's some knowledge on both sides of the football. What other guy wants to do, Shanahan and McDaniel. But uh, I love this game. My only concern is that it's a, a back and forth, you know, back and forth affair where no one gets out to a lead. In your scenario, where Miami gets out front, that's how you speed the game up. But yep. you, you would admit you need that early to get this thing over. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, and I fully expect it. Like I, I fully expect yeah. almost like a, a touchdown drive out of the gates out of Miami, because I, I think McDaniel is going to empty the bag of tricks uh, to try and beat Kyle Shanahan this week. Well, unlike Matt Patricia, he's got a bag of tricks that works. Uh, I yes, like this does. pick, especially if Miami gets an early lead. I, I'm going to take one of the most bet games on the board. I'm going to go with the public on this. Give me the Tennessee Titan shine for my second pick getting four and a half points at Philadelphia with a sprinkle on the money line in this game. I'll explain why in a second. Uh, 73% of the uh, money has come in on Philadelphia in this game, and I totally get it. You know, Mike Vrabel has been an excellent underdog coach. 21-7 and seven as a dog of three or more points to the head coach of Tennessee. 19-9 and nine straight up. So he's winning the games, not just covering the games. Philadelphia has one weakness, and I didn't realize this until you know, putting pen to paper and looking at this game more closely. They're 25th 
in DVOA against the run. I had no idea that they could be run on like this. Obviously, they want to run in Tennessee with Derrick Henry. Um, so you have not only a Tennessee team that wins games like this, their strength is the weakness. And Philadelphia also, they're going to have trouble running the football. Tennessee, a top 10 run defense, and they're going to have to pass the ball. Devonta Smith has been limited in practice the last couple of days of groin injury. He doesn't go. It means Quez Watkins. We bet against him a million times this year. He's plugged <laughs> into a big spot. Dallas Goddard's out for the year. So uh, I think this game has a very field goal game either way. I'll take the four and a half points. And given that 19 and nine straight up as a three point plus dog, I want to sprinkle the money line as well. The public's on this game. I'm on this game. Plus four and a half. Give me the Tennessee Titans and the second best underdog coach in the NFL next to only Mike Tomlin, Mike Vrabel. Yeah, uh, anytime Mike Vrabel's an underdog, you want to invest in Mike Vrabel. He's fantastic. Yep. That's that's kind of how you want to approach the Tennessee team. Uh, I I love this game as well. This is uh, probably this is going to be my most bet game of the day. I have a bunch of props that I want to play in this game. Really? Yes. Wow. This is my favorite game on the slate um, to sprinkle bets throughout in different ways. Uh, and so we'll get to that more in props uh, that I got for you. Second pick. Uh, my second pick, I'm going to go back to a, a, a pick I, I made last week and felt good about it, and it didn't end up hitting. Uh, but I feel even better about going with it again this week. That's the under 39 and a half in Ravens Broncos. Um, I, I almost kind of like this line is now up to Ravens minus nine and a half. And it's just in part because Detroit or Denver can't score points, period. Um, yeah. I, I think that number is way too high, but at the same time, I'm. I don't trust Denver to cover it, but I do trust both teams to not score. Like Baltimore only scored points in response to Trevor Lawrence going off in the fourth quarter. Um, outside of that, they were content with just running the football a little bit, kicking field goals with Justin Tucker, killing clock. They're also terrible at holding a lead now too. Uh, Baltimore, which is is weird because for years that's what they've been. They've been a front runner. You get a lead with Lamar Jackson and you sit on it and you don't lose. Um and so if they're in this weird spot, I just think this is going to be a disgustingly ugly game for me. It's my second pick, but it's more of a set it and forget it bet. Like I'm going to place this bet. I don't want to watch this game. This game is going to be U G L Y. You ain't got no alibi. Ugly. You, ugly. you, you, you ugly. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be ugly. So I'm not going to like, it, they may show it once or twice on red zone because of the uh, field goals that happened in this game, but I want the under 39 and a half all day. I only add to uh, your evidence why this game is going under with the uh, addition of this little nugget. The Denver Broncos are playing in, by far, the lowest scoring games in the NFL this year, Sean. Their games on the season average 31.9 points per game. <laughs> yes. Do you know how bad this offense is, Mutt? This offense it's is terrible. And I bet on them. Hey, it's... I'm laughing. I bet on them against Carolina. I bet my own money. I touted the pick. I gave yep. it on, on this stupid show. Maloney 4A and Mego. I said with a straight face, I'm betting Denver against Carolina. I am a flipping moron, but I like the under here. Statistically, they're yeah. worse than both the un uh, the uh winless Lions and the winless Cleveland Browns <laughs> in those years years ago. That's how Broncos bad this team country. is. Let's roll. <laughs> God, go ahead and make your third pick. Uh, I'm going to take a total here as well. Uh, I'm a, I'm a sucker for overs. I want the over 51 points, uh, Jags and Lions. It's going to be a fun um, game. This thing is going to be an absolute shootout. Back and forth, ping pong points. This will be the opposite of the game you just mentioned. Yes. It's at Detroit. We know at Detroit has been an unbelievable place to play this year. Teams go in there and they just drop three touchdowns in the first half almost automatically. But – this gets a scenario I love for over. As I said on the show before, I want bad defenses 
and teams that play fast. And you're getting both on Sunday Jags and Lions. So the Jags have become a pass funnel defense, Shime. Their DVOA run defense is still top 10. They're 30th now against the pass. So you can carve up Jacksonville. And I think Jared Goff and company will have to throw in this game. Uh, defensively, same sort of thing for Detroit. Uh, they give up a ton of yards, obviously, both at home uh, and away. But they've been bad defensively really all year long. Uh, third most yards per game coming Detroit games so far this year. Uh, this is certainly a situation where, again, DVOA 19th against the pass, 26th against the rush for Detroit. Their defense stinks. Um, these teams are playing fast. Uh, Detroit's played much faster as of late. So bad defenses at Detroit inside. You've talked about this fast track there. And teams that play pretty fast. I mean, this to me is, this thing screams over. It's a big number at 51, but uh, I think this could be, you know, this is like 35-31 in the fourth quarter early. I would not be surprised. An excellent game to build around in daily fantasy. Uh, I'll get to one of my prop bets. So my few prop bets this week is involving this game. I want the over Jags and Detroit. Uh, not a great game on paper. Excellent game for fantasy football and for gambling purposes. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. This is just a fun game. I'm Should glad be. you picked the over. That's the perfect way to approach this game. Uh, my, my final pick, I'm actually going to pick a side here. I'm going to go with the uh, Washington Commanders uh, laying two and a half at the New York Giants. Um, these teams, I think, right now are kind of going in opposite directions. I think the Commanders are surging. Uh, and they know, too, that they have the bye week next week, and then they draw the Giants again out of the bye. So I think you're going to see Washington throw the book at the Giants this week to get that win. They know they have the week off, reset, figure out exactly how they want to adjust, and then re-hit the Lions again at home the following week. So this is the perfect opportunity for Washington to to establish themselves in the playoff picture in the NFC. Um, and I think the Giants are beginning to turn back into the pumpkin uh, that we kind of expected them to be and fall out of that NFC playoff picture as the Seattle Seahawks try to overtake them. So uh, I love the Washington laying under a field goal here at the Giants. Uh, Taylor Heineke has been a covering machine shine. 11-2-1 against the spread in his last 14 starts. 8-0-1 against the spread in his last eight starts. And I was not prepared for this. And maybe it was just my Carson Wentz. It seeped into my brain that he was the commanders. They're pretty good. They're not. Yeah, and their defense not, is finally getting healthy. Right oh, absolutely. And like, they, I mean, they they beat they beat the the Philadelphia Eagles. This team is legit. This defense is starting to get healthy. They're really good. Ron Rivera's got these guys going in the right direction. Uh, they know what they want to do on offense. They want to run the ball. Heineke's doing a good job of getting the ball to McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, where Carson Wentz was not doing that. Uh, and so ultimately, I, I really like what Washington's doing right now. They're kind of on a roll, and I want to roll with that hot hand. All right, uh, so my three picks will be Kansas City laying a point and a half at Cincy. Give me Tennessee plus four and a half against the Eagles. And give me the over Jacksonville and uh, Detroit in a shootout in the Dome of Detroit. Give us your three again, Sean. Yeah, I got over 46 and a half uh, Miami, San Francisco, under 39 and a half Baltimore, Denver, and then Washington, the Washington Commanders laying two and a half at the New York Giants. All right, my first prop bet, one of the few I have real conviction on, at least this point in the week, uh, again, we usually do this on Saturday, and you have more injury news that can affect the, my, my prop process. I'm not deep into it yet, but there's a couple, including this one. It's my favorite by far. That's that Detroit game. DeAndre Swift, Shime, they put his receiving total at 20 and a half yards. It's already been bet down to minus 125, but I want the over. Um, he's not been listed on the injury report all week. Uh, Dan Campbell's talked about once he was healthy, they start unleashing him. I could see a shift in this game where Jamal Williams goes back to being just the goal line guy, first down, second down guy. And Swift is way more involved. And then again, this has become my favorite, my favorite prop website. 
that I can use for my preparation, lineups.com. It's somehow free, but it, it gives you like defenses against every position uh, in football this year. And they've given up the third most receiving yards per game to running backs, Jacksonville Jaguars, eight targets, over six receptions, almost 50 yards per game, only worse than the Raiders and the Seahawks. I want a healthy DeAndre Swift, over 20 and a half receiving yards on Sunday. Yeah, I think that's a great way to approach it. Uh, I mentioned how uh, I love a lot of uh, specific props this week. Uh, the first one I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to your number one overall pick. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. I want yep. the Kansas City Chiefs minus one and a half in the first half. Uh, I mentioned how good Lou Anarumo has been at adjusting in the second half. I think Kansas City is going to come out to start a little hot. Anarumo is more accustomed to the way Mahomes played last season, where he was trying to push the ball downfield a little bit more. You had Tyreek Hill. You wanted to attack deep. uh, And Anarumo was dropping eight and forcing him to check it down. Well, since last year, Patrick Mahomes has now shifted. He's targeting more, uh, has a shorter depth of target, and he's allowing his receivers to get more yards after the catch. It's why this offense has been so efficient. And so I think Lou Anarumo is going to be uh, caught a little off guard to start the game and have to adjust in the second half, which is why I actually like Kansas City laying the point in the half in the first half more than I do for the entire game. And I, I should, I, and I like that too. And you made some great points about some of these first half numbers and, and you've done a good job at taking advantage of those um, during the year. I have not. The other prop that I had that I have conviction on is actually in the same Detroit Jacksonville game. I should have paired them together. Uh, and this is courtesy of our friend, Nick Fryer of DraftKings. Oh, okay. He pointed me to this and I'm now going to bet it. Um, he made the case last night on Monday at night that Trevor Lawrence re- a rushing total was way too low this week. It is 13 and a half at minus 120. I want the over. He pointed out though, when Lawrence has rushed for any positive yards, a bunch of games this year, he's gone under this. But anytime he's had more than one yard rushing, he's gone over this total. And then again, it was tooling around on lineups.com. And the team that gives up the most rushing yards to quarterbacks this year, Detroit, almost 50 yards per game. Wow. So I want DeAndre Swift receiving overs, and I want Trevor Lawrence over rushing yards. Hap tip Nick Fryer. 13 and a half rushing yards. So bad job by me, but I like your Kansas City pick. You have some other first half picks. I feel like it's totals in first half for you this week. Yeah, that's exactly what I've done. Uh, again, another the other game that I picked, that Miami game, I, yep. I didn't love that four points that I was getting with Miami in the game. However, I love plus three and a half that I'm getting with Miami in the first half. Miami plus three and a half in the first half to me is one of my favorite bets of the weekend. Again, I think Miami starts out hot. D'Amico Ryans is going to adjust, and then that San Francisco offense is going to chip away at that score, which is one of the reasons I love the over to hit later in the game, and I love Miami to get out of a hot start early, which gives me plenty of room with that plus three and a half. I think Miami probably leads going into the half. I might even look into playing like a Miami money line at halftime, uh, especially if it's plus three and a half. Uh, right now that I'm getting, but I, I think ultimately uh, my favorite bet is without a doubt Miami plus three and a half in the first half. Uh, what else? Any individual player stuff or just team prop stuff? This week? Uh, yeah. So the, uh, an individual player, one I got for you is in that jets Vikings game. We saw firsthand how bad that Vikings defense is against the past with the new England Patriots who then just went out and laid an egg against the Buffalo bills. So I want to invest in the jets passing attack, not necessarily in Mike white, but absolutely in Garrett Wilson. Give me the over 60 and a half yards for Garrett Wilson. You saw last week, Mike white has, Zero hesitation at getting his playmakers the football. He's going to target Garrett Wilson a ton in this game, which gives him plenty of opportunity to get 60 yards against a horrendous Vikings defense. So that's my favorite player prop. And then I have three props in that Tennessee 
Philadelphia game. That really? I okay. Yes. Uh, go ahead. I'm get, I'll get out of your way, buddy. Go ahead. So we, we keep with the theme here. I love Tennessee plus two and a half in the first half. They are the best first half team in football. Whereas first Philly, half kid. Jeez. Yes. Philly is a, is, is in the bottom five when it comes to first half uh, efficiency. So I want to take the Tennessee Titans plus two and a half in the first half. You mentioned Tennessee is really good against the run. So Philly's going to have a hard time, but to go counter with that, Tennessee is awful against uh, big receivers down the sidelines. And who do the Philadelphia Eagles have? A.J. Brown. Brown. Christian Fulton and Roger McCreary are good corners, but they're short. They're not going to be able to go toe-to-toe with A.J. Brown. We saw earlier in the year, uh, I want to say it was the Steelers game, where you just match somebody up on A.J. Brown. Jalen Hurts takes a five-step drop and just lobs it up, and A.J. Brown goes, gets it, and he had like 100 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. Uh, His number right now? is at 74 and a half. I want the over 74 and a half reception yards for AJ Brown. I will wow. also be playing big uh, number. Yeah, it is a big number, but I, I'm very confident in it. This is the only way, in my opinion, Philly's going to have a lot of offense is attacking down the field. So, uh, and AJ Brown is the guy to do that. I also want AJ Brown anytime touchdown at plus 120. Uh, with that over 74 and a half. I'll probably play a same game parlay uh, with an AJ Brown touchdown. Uh, and over a hundred yards for him in this game, uh, like kind of like what I did with that Justin Jefferson same game yeah. parlay. And to do that, you're gonna get a uh, almost four to one parlay of just AJ Brown to score Ooh. and have over a hundred yards. So I, I love that there. And then my last one for you, like you mentioned, Tennessee great against the run. Give me the under 60 and a half rushing yards for Miles Sanders. He had a great week last week. I think this number is a little inflated due to that. Yeah. And because of how good Tennessee is against the run, I want to fade Miles Sanders just like I did with Reminder Stevenson last night. Give me the under 60 and a half on Miles Sanders. You mentioned that Ravens um, Broncos game. Just looking around now, it's some. Uh, it seems like a pretty high number. So you probably haven't looked at it yet. So what would you guess Cortland Sutton's receiving total is against the Ravens on Sunday? Uh, you had to guess. 59 and a half. 67 and a half. Hmm. Isn't that high? It ha- So it is, but ever since uh, Nate Hackett relieved uh, offensive coordinator duties, Russell Wilson has targeted Cortland Sutton more. He's had more yards per game. Um, so I think that's why that number's up where it is. Also, I don't think Jerry Judy's in this game. Uh, and, and since Jerry Judy's been out with injuries and stuff like that, Cortland Sutton, again, has been getting far more targets. I understand that the Denver Broncos offense is just bad. Uh, bad, but, yeah. But I, I, that's a number I would probably just stay away from. Yeah, I'm not rushing you about it. And since I'm addicted, you're, you're addicted to first half bets in that you know, Philadelphia <laughs> Tennessee game this week. Can I go back one more uh, to uh, uh, Detroit Jacksonville? DK is offering a weekly special, both Goff and Lawrence to throw for 250 or more yards plus 250. Yeah, I mean, if you like the over in this game, you ha- right? I think that's a great play. Don't they both? If it shoots out, I'm getting almost three to one on that. Yeah, you I think the look? only thing you have to worry about is uh, Detroit having a giving up a big day to Travis Etienne, and, and that limits yeah. Trevor Lawrence's yep. nece- uh, throwing necessity. I guess you would say. I love this slate, dude. I love this. This slate. is I, this is the I would venture to say this is the best slate of NFL games in a single week we've had all season. And I and again, it's not going to be out yet because the the books are too smart for this. But they just ruled out this afternoon. We're doing this on Friday afternoon. You're listening to the podcast either late Friday or Saturday. David and Joku out. He's kept trying to come back and forth for Cleveland. He's not going to play. It's Deshaun Watson's first game 
uh, back. He's going to be in Houston. Harrison Bryant's going to play a lot at tight end. There's no receiving totals for him yet, but I, I'm going to keep an eye on those, Shime. You know, if they if they open his reception prop at anywhere south, two and a half or south, I'm going to bet the over on Harrison Bryant receptions. I don't know where I'd go on the yardage, but um, those targets opening up for Njoku. And I'm, I'm sure they're going to try to run the ball with Nick Chubb. I get it. And Houston's terrible against the run. But they're also going to want to get Watson involved a little bit in the passing game. And I could see him doing some dump-offs to both uh, Chubb, Hunt, and Harrison Bryant, who Jeremy Fowler ESPN says the Browns really like quote unquote, really like Harrison Bryant. So two and a half or or lower, I'll be betting the over on Bryant receptions against Houston. Again, that game I shouldn't care about, but shouldn't that Houston fan base fill that place and boo the hell out of Sean Watson? Oh, absolutely. They absolutely should. I thought actually about um, uh, looking into Houston plus seven, just because Deshaun Watson hasn't played a meaningful NFL game in what, 500 days or something like that. Uh, and, And so there's bound to be some rust there. It's just hard to bet a on the worst team in football and b uh, the worst run defense in football against one of the best running backs in football in Nick Chubb. And so that's kind of where ultimately I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay away from this game entirely. All right. Normally I'd say goodbye to you shine, but, 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 but Saturday night, we have a Bruins avalanche game. Yep. Saturday morning. We have a team USA soccer game. These are your specialties. Okay. These are, Forget football, no offense to you. I consider you more of like a hockey uh, soccer better. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get out of the way. I'm going to write this down. Keep, actually, listen to this again in podcast form because we're live right now on Twitch and Twitter. I'm going to listen to this later and write this down. I need some Saturday bets. I need uh, a bet for Team USA tomorrow at 10 a.m. Yep. In which, well, I'm trying to figure this out. So do I, I can't, I'm going to have to, I can't watch it on DVR. So do I, I can't skip my son's basketball which is at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Thank you, local oh. basketball league. Yikes. So I think I bring the phone and watch on the phone, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think. doable. Fox makes it easy. Luckily, Fox has made it very easy to watch these games, uh, which is good. Um, I uh, I don't even know if there's a line out for the Bruins game tomorrow. Uh, what are you talking the- about? You're the Prince of Pox. There's got to be so, a line out for the game. So on DraftKings, they don't post – lines out a day ahead of time they only oh, post day of lines oh it's uh, garbage according to the action network there is a line out it looks like the bruins will be favored in the game but only like minus 125 favorites i'm gonna want to take the bruins they're at home they're Big against the, i understand it's Big against spot. the avalanche top, but the avalanche are preview, banged up. preview yeah give, give and, and i think this is where you're going to see the stanley cup odds flip the bruins get a win over uh colorado on Saturday night, and all of a sudden the Bruins become the odds-on favorite to win the Stanley Cup. Wow. Uh, I think you're going to see that shift. It's going to be probably something like Bruins become plus 450, Avalanche become plus 500 to win the Cup. Uh, I want – I'm going to take the Bruins in regulation. I just think the Bruins at home, I don't think they're going to lose to this team. I think they're going to come out. Linus Olmark is healthy. He'll probably get the start, if I had to guess, in this game, even though Jeremy Swayman was – phenomenal against the light good so i, I mean regardless regardless of which goalie is starting in net i want to take the bruins to win i think if it's Linus, i definitely want to take them in 60 uh which will be a better yeah. number i'll get i'll get i'll get plus money on that um which i like just as much so uh if it's Linus, i'm going bruins in 60 if it's swayman i'm just gonna go bruins money line i'll lay the vig no big deal uh when it comes to the world cup oh baby team oh, usa baby. is currently three and a half point underdogs or not three and a half point. Uh, plus three and a half. They're not three and a half goal underdogs. Three and a half to one yep. underdogs. That's what. I, that's how I was trying to say that. God Almighty. But the good news for me and you, Mutt, 
We bet yeah. with DraftKings in the great state of New Hampshire because that's what is uh, op- available to us. Available, yep. They're not, uh, I want to let you... not, a, not a sponsor. They're welcome to sponsor, but not a yep. sponsor. And the, sec- uh, the second I can bet in other books, I'm gonna, I mean, you're stop. You're going to stop hearing me say DraftKings everywhere. Oh yeah, I'm going to sprinkle everywhere. It'll be everything. Uh, but just so you know, they're offering a risk-free, no sweat bet to, for, on the USA. If you're betting on the US, to so you beat, have to bet the US. Yes, you have to beat the. You have to bet the US. Uh, and if they don't win in regulation, you cash. So either well, they, I mean to be fair, you don't cash. They give you a ten dollars. Well, you get a free bet. Free bet. Sorry, I'm that's sorry. my yeah. my. So it's, it's, if they win, you hit your bet. If they lose in regulation, you get a free bet up to twenty five dollars. And then if they lose in overtime or penalty kicks, is where you lose out. That's the only way you lose in that scenario. So if the game, if it's tied after ninety minutes plus a million minutes of uh, FIFA Stoppage penalty time. time, you lose. Correct. If they, uh, what if they what if what if they win in a shootout? Uh, if they win in a shootout, then you cash because the USA you wins. Cash. Yep. Okay. There is no, uh, there is no draw in the knockout stage, so it is simply a win or go home. Uh, actually, so it's weird. I, I'm not exactly sure. Uh-oh. Oh, Shime's now checking the fine print. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> double checking. Well, now you've got me. Now you've got me nervous. But I think as so. Who cares? I, We're not promoting this. Okay, so you're saying yeah, there's I think it's just a free bet. Who do you like? Who do you like? Who cares about the free bet? Who are you betting? Mutt, I can't not bet on the USA. <laughs> you can't, or you can say I don't want to bet the game because I'm rooting for US. That's fine. You don't have to have a bet. No, That's okay. I think no, no, no. It's not that. It's I. I think the USA can win this soccer game. Oh so, Christ, folks! If I, if you listen to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that that voice when Chris he doesn't have conviction. Don't give it out unless you're gonna bet it real. But the ten dollar free bet. Are you gonna bet it for real? Then give it out, yes. or say I'm rooting for USA. I'm gonna drink during the game. I want to enjoy it. I'm not betting it. I'm betting on Team USA. I'm okay. betting on over one and a half total goals for Team USA. So Team USA team total over one and a half. That's also three to one, by the way. The Netherlands. Costos did an excellent job, by the way, pointing this out on the Greg Hill Show this morning. Uh, excellent job by him. The Netherlands are a team that play flimsy defense and want to play offense. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think the U.S. can win and keep and hold on to the lead. Unfortunately, they're going to have to score more than a goal to hold on to that lead, which is why I also love the team total. I'm getting three to one odds there. I'm getting three and a half uh, to one odds for the USA to win. I like both of those bets. I will be playing both of them. I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I want to believe you. I want to believe you. I want to believe you. I believe in the team total. I think you're ten. To, I think you're using the free bet on Team USA. I don't think you're betting real. That's what it's fine. It's fine. I don't care. Nope. But and I res- and I expect you not betting against Team USA. But I. I nope. I the over. The over. I, I understand the over. But this USA bet, I'm not sure about. I'm yeah, not I'm sure playing. About. I'm playing the USA. Three to three and a half to one is too good a value. If this was, I think, because in my head this should be USA like. Plus 180, maybe USA plus 200. So I'm getting an extra $14 uh, of, of value, basically. Okay, can I can I ask one question again? Yes, please. I, I bet one soccer. I gave one out soccer pick. I said they draw against Wales, and I nailed it. I'm undefeated. Yes, did. Soccer picks Good in the job. World Cup. Isn't it weird to you that they're doing all these promo bets and nobody wants to bet against Team USA in this country? Okay, we I see this in horse oh, yeah. racing all the time when European horses come over. And race in America. We talked about they this. Are, they're much long. Okay, so 
the, the line has not moved. Everyone's betting Team USA. So why is the line not moving? Are people betting real money against net, uh, USA and that's so it's balancing it out? Because I would think with all of us betting on USA and rooting for USA, it's going to come down in U.S. books from three and a half to one. So I think a lot of people are still betting on the Netherlands. Like the Netherlands are... Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's a like a, a the vast majority of people. Of course, we're in the United States. Most people are going to be betting on the United States of America because they just want to be able to root for their country. But... I, I do believe that a lot of people are uh, betting on the Netherlands, especially because I think the Netherlands have a decent shot to move pretty deep into the bracket if they win the game. I think offensively they're one of the better teams uh, in the tournament. Unfortunately for them, <coughs> I also believe that the U.S. is one of the better defensive teams in the tournament, which is why I like the United States in this game. I think their ability to counterattack off of what Netherlands does will be to their advantage. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm trying to pull up uh, one of the websites I use for um, betting races across. I want to let's try. Can I do this? This would be football. I think I just saw it like on like odds checker. Um, so they're plus. So if you're in Europe, let's see here. Yep. Oh, why can't I see this now? Uh, what are the odds? What are the European books offering? I'm just I'm just curious. So they're they're offering USA. Well, it's about the same price. Eh? It's about the same price. Like bet bet 365 in Europe has Team USA a little bit over three to one. Sky bet a little bit over three to one. So it's a, it's the same. I'm just I guess I'm surprised because no one in this country really wants to bet against them. DraftKings is not commingled with European betting, so it's all people in the United States. So I guess I would have thought that odds would be worse for for you betting here, but I mean, these are the odds are the same right now. Betfair has got it seven to two. So a little bit over three to one. Is it, yeah. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at bookmaker.eu. Yeah. USA plus three thirty. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. I, what, so what, what, and what is the, what if I bet Netherlands on DraftKings right now, what am I getting for a price? Minus one Oh five. Yeah. So even a little bit lower even with the jet. That's I, I, I'm, I'm, I was more curious about it than questioning it. I was just, I figured yeah. all the money being bet. Maybe it's such maybe it's such a little amount being bet that it's it's not worth. I, yeah, it. I don't think there's a lot of people betting on I soccer. I think people like me and Costos who love to bet on soccer are in a very niche crowd, similar to what I do with hockey. There's just not a ton of people betting hockey, um, and and so I I, I think that uh, it seems like everyone's betting USA because everyone's being vocal about supporting USA because they're from the United States, and so of course they want to bet for the United States. But I think there are some sharp people out there also betting the Netherlands because they right, know so the Netherlands are a pretty damn good team. You got a producer show due tomorrow from what eight to nine? Eight to nine, correct. Oh, you'll be home. You'll be home well in time for this. Yep, absolutely. I'll scoot right home. I'll be home just in time for the game. First beer right at they where they start the game. Yes, absolutely. They picked out a treehouse, something treehouse related. Uh yes, I will be having a uh, treehouse trail. Out- no, good call though. Outlier Kolsch, delicious. <laughs> Fast forward to Shime uh, not watching the Bruins game. <laughs> oh, no, I'll watch the Bruins too. Is it Mutt? There's plenty of time in there for a nap. Well, so oh, I forgot. I forgot you don't have kids. They're, you don't have kids on Saturday. Well, and so, so Greg Hill is hosting the Jingle All the Way 5K in uh, just over a week, actually, a week from tomorrow. And yeah. I am going to be doing a beer mile at the 5K. Uh, what's, a be- what, what is it? what's a beer mile? You have to drink a whole beer and run a jog a mile or run a mile. Okay. I'm sure you can do that, which is why I've yes. been 
uh, I'm using air quotes on Twitter, working out recently, trying to jog that mile, mile. And <laughs> well, so Saturday is the test run because I'm going to drink oh, nice. a couple. I'm going to drink a couple of beers during the USA game and then go work out. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go do my mile and see how see how well I do. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm good for next Saturday. You'll be fine. Well, that'll oh, be I'll good. Be that'll be fun. I want I. I just want video of that. It's, um, I'm going to reach out to Eamon. I'm sure Eamon will be there for the video team. Absolutely. I need video of Chris Scheim. Uh, all right. We've, it's just 40 plus minutes. People need, they got to go do some stuff. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast or watching, you can do one thing to help us out, and that's subscribe, rate, and review Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Odyssey app. We do this pretty much every day during the football season. This is a little bit different. Uh, we're combining these two on Friday because of World Cup tomorrow. We don't do it on Sunday because of the day of. Uh, I probably have a prop bet two or more shine. I access our Twitter account and yep. tweets them out on Sunday morning. Cause we don't have inactives yet or any sort of injuries. Uh, anything else you want to plug besides team USA team total over USA over some sort of Cole Spear at 10 AM Saturday morning. Yes. I, I have a special uh, present for anybody who has listened to the duration of this podcast. I'm giving out an NHL pick for Friday night. That is oh, tonight. Oh, okay. Uh, NHL pick. I want the Winnipeg jets in 60 minutes hosting the Columbus Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets have lost four or five. Uh, the Jets are healthy, and they've won four or five. They've actually been really, really good uh, down the stretch lately. I love the Jets tonight. Give me the Jets in regulation. I think you have to lay a little bit of VIG. I want to say it's like minus 130, but I love the Jets. Give me the Jets in 60. Uh, I got a Celtics bet for you. Don't bet against the Celtics. Don't be stupid. Don't don't be. Like, I already tried to do that once. Not, don't do that again. We're not betting until further notice. We're not. They're going to lose games at some point. But yep. I'm. I don't. They just they spanked Miami. They they just they. We have they, two they, rules they right now. We have two rules. Don't yeah. bet against the Celtics right now. Yep. Don't bet against the Bruins at home until further notice. They'll eventually again. They'll lose eventually, but, but until I'm further not, notice. I'm not testing that right now. Yep. Uh, Chris Scheim, you're going to join me tonight at 8.20 p.m., Friday night, 8.20 p.m. On the Mud at Night program, where you will bitch about Matt Patricia. Yep. You will yell about the Patriots and yep. talk some uh, betting stuff. Not not as much betting. We did most of the betting stuff here, so we'll focus on uh, your reaction. As a, as a Mac Jones hater, I'm dying to get your take tonight on the show about how bad Mac was. Because I'm not blaming Mac. I feel bad for Mac. I'll explain that on my show on Friday. Scheim, excellent stuff. Good luck tomorrow on the producer's show. We'll talk Monday morning, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, bud. Can't wait.